the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. you learn when you're in a lot of altercations there's no such thing as fair fair is a myth there's no such thing as a fair fight just ask anybody who's ever been in a real fight the problem is in this country what we're supposed to have is fairness of information we're supposed to have information that has no bias to a certain extent it is supposed to be presented to us, and we are supposed to determine the importance of it. So in a day that I think is really important, a day where it is obvious that the Supreme Court refuses to hear a vaccine mandate challenge by health care workers, health care workers in Massachusetts healthcare system. These are the people that have been working at the front lines since the pandemic started. All right. This, these are the people that have dealt with this for a year and a half, all through the political politicization of the vaccine, of Trump killing people responsible for the deaths. All of a sudden, Biden isn't responsible for anything and the rest of it. But these are the people in the know. These are the people that have dealt with everything from day one. And they say, I don't want to be forced. I don't want to be forced to take it. And they have to go to court to protect the property over their person. That happened today. The Supreme Court briar appointed by Clinton. So another just Democrat hack, much as so many of the Republicans are Democrat hacks, just decides, nah, I don't want to hear it. Same thing happened with the, with the challenges to the voter, usurpa- the, the, the most successful usurpation in American history. As diapers Biden seized the most powerful office on the planet, they didn't want to hear the challenges. Nah, I don't want to hear it. So these gods among us are deciding the outcomes of our lives on many, 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 many levels, the most important levels of all time. This is what should be on the front of all of our internet media. See, because that's the only way we're going to get media. It's not going to come out of those talking mannequins on your stations on cable. That doesn't happen anymore. And I'm including Fox with the baby oil on the legs and the whole nine yards. It's all propaganda at this point. But on the front page of Drudge, on the front page of Zero Hedge, on the front page of every of my favorite media news outlets, you know what's on the front page of all of them? Epstein Pilot says Trump flew on Lolita Express. Epstein's pilot in the, how do you say your name, girls? What is it? Uh, Gaylene Maxwell? Gaylene, whatever. French for dummy. French for scumbag. French for pedophile assistant. Just French for scum. That's what Gaylene is. The pilot testifies, and he says, I remember I also took Trump. Now, forget about the fact that Bill Clinton had his name engraved on a seat in, in, in the little private jet. Forget about the fact that they had a wing of pedophile mansion named after Bill Clinton, named after some notable 
Notable Democrats, even some Democrat lawyers, little fuzzy hair, look like Woody Allen. Yeah, he was there, too. None of that's on the front page of any of this. Trump. Trump was on Lolita. And that's it. We don't know if Trump went to the pedophile island. We don't know anything. But it's amazing how they're able to divert the attention of the biggest failures in American history. As the American government is acting in a fascistic manner that even the Third Reich would be envious of. As they are forcing... Honest, good people who have been helping other citizens since the beginning of the pandemic, the Fauci flu, since the very beginning. As they are going to be put out of work, their careers are are ruined, and their credibility is ruined. None of this is on the front page. You know what else isn't on the front page? He's going to do it again. Drive it like you stole it, diapers Biden. If only he knew how destructive he was, the dimwit in diapers that he is. He was signing a bill today. He didn't know what it was. He was pretty sure he was going to have to try and read it, though. All right. Here we go. Men title. Well, I'm not going to read it all. Just sign it. Yeah, just sign it and ruin the country, you dimwit with wet socks, you moron that you are. This one is supposed to help veterans. I'm sure it's going to work out swimmingly, as all the other bills to help the veterans and to help the people in ghettos and all the other things these idiots keep trying while they enrich their friends. And in the meantime, they're plotting before Christmas, before Christmas, they are going to jam the reconciliation bill because the $1.7 trillion that nobody talks about that really will total $3.5 trillion. We're starting to find out the atrocities in this bill. They're not even slowing down as they move forward to press this further and further and further. So it looks like the Republicans are going to do what they always do. They're going to come to the podium and they're going to tell us that they're going to put up a fight against this atrocity. When I want to know what's going to happen, I turn to the slime, the true scum in the Marxist Mafia Party. The only one who not only looks like a gargoyle, but has been right ever since he predicted that he would take over the American government in one Chucky Schumer. Boy, oh boy, that gargoyle. He is slimy, but he is accurate. So when Chucky speaks, you grab your wallet. Look, I think that first Leader McConnell and I are having good conversations on this. I'm not going to get in details. We have not come to it. Now, at the same time this is happening, Mitch McConnell in between phone calls to his Chinese shipping heiress wife. Mitch McConnell is at another podium in front of Fox News, and he's telling them he's going to put up the fight for us. He knows what's wrong, and he's going to stop it. This time will not be like the other. After all, he just extended $500 billion of the pretend debt ceiling that we're supposed to have, we really don't have, as they enrich each other to hide the fact that America is bankrupt by any definition our country is bankrupt because of the corruption and the collusion of this true true collective oligarch system we have where they are just paying each other off in massive massive amounts now an agreement anyone who says there is an agreement is not correct but i think that what we need to do is come up with an agreement that doesn't risk the full faith and credit of the United States. It's never been risked before. Now, see, this is the tagline that sells every single time they say it. Because the people who are dumb enough to vote for Democrats believe this nonsense. They could care less about the reality that in any any suspension of giving them more money that they've wasted, none of the obligations go unpaid. None of it. Not the Social Security checks. Not the interest on the debt, none of it. That's all automatic. What stops 
is all their funny money to their phony baloney industries like their green eco-Nazism and the rest of their pay-to-play schemes. That's what stops. In fact, this was the only chip the Republicans have is to not increase this debt ceiling one damn dollar and shut this son of a dog down. In a way that both parties can support. And that's what we're achieving. That's what we're trying to achieve. Mayor Schumer, will the Senate definitely address the debt limit in December? Look, we're going by Treasury's guidance. They say right now, December 5th. Treasury's guidance, not Treasury. What a what a great inside scam Treasury is. These rats would make the guys at Enron blush. In fact, if those guys at Enron would have just become senators, they'd be living on yachts too, just like Manchin, who you're depending on to save you once again. Manchin's not going to save you because they're going to take advice from the scum, the inside trading perfected Powell, Jerome Powell and the boys, including Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, Mr. Powell, under the Fed's new flexible average inflation targeting, the inflation target. By the way, I just want to point out flexible average inflation targeting. That is a word salad of deception that only a couple of slimy backdoor corrupt bankers could come up with. That's where they accept a certain target where we are going to allow. In fact, we encourage prices to increase as your dollar is devalued because of our squandering the money. What a word salad of corruption. In the meantime, all of us who are working every day, worrying about everything, budgeting, we're the victims of this atrocity. We don't have one damn say in this anymore. Because it certainly isn't going to be old lady face Mitch McConnell. After all, you think he cares if shipping prices go up? That makes his father-in-law real rich. And then he doesn't yell at him to take his shoes off and come and sit on the pillow. Percent, but now it's on an average over an unspecified time frame. Core PC, the Fed's preferred inflation metric, is running about... Above 2% over the past five years, nearly 3% over the past... It's the highest it's been in 30 years. You know, I don't know which, which metric system, which, which scale, which model of fraud is more offensive. The green energy hockey stick that's never been right in 70 years, or this pretend acceptable Federal Reserve success that's supposed to bring stability while no one is talking to you. Not only is this market down, this market is completely bastardized and underwritten this market shouldn't go down one iota not one point because all of your money is going to fund that fraud market it's not a market anymore it is a keynesian index it's two years and 4.1 percent over the past year so it's above target it has been above target and it's accelerating and yet the fed has maintained an extraordinary emergency monetary policy stance Looks to me like this framework appears to be a weakening of the Fed's commitment to stable prices. Now, I know you believe this is transitory, but everything's transitory. Life is transitory. How long does inflation have to run above your target before the Fed decides maybe it's not so transitory? Now, in the meantime, what they're avoiding mentioning is that they've been pumping money into this market on a monthly basis to levels nobody thought sustainable ever. Nobody. They are so far over their skis. In fact, they have no idea what they're doing. None. But they know one answer, and it's the same one Enron had. Just keep making up numbers. Just keep making it up. Well, um, first of all, the, the, the test that we've articulated, I think, clearly has been met now. Uh, yeah. You know, you're absolutely right. Inflation has run well above 2% for long enough that... Uh, if you look back a few years, 
inflation averages 2%. So I think, I think we can say that that, that is taken. It was not the case going Don't in. you love when rich people talk about inflation? I do. I love when rich people talk about inflation. But it makes more sense when poor people do. We're also getting a, a first look at another concerning consequence of these high prices and shortages. And it's affecting school children, especially in their lunchrooms. Across Montana, cafeterias are seeing shortages of staples like chicken, pork, milk, fruit juices, even ketchup. In some cases, even plates and utensils. That's all right. It's transitory. Just ask these idiots. It's outrageous. It's despicable and disgusting. Hard to come by. That's according to the Montana Free Press. A school kitchen manager in Ennis, Montana, told the Free Press she can't get her hands on canned corn or whole grain muffins. Tammy Wham says, quote, 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls and comments when I get back. You ain't nothing but a If only our Republicans could control the fear, could use the verbiage to incite people to chant instead of like the Democrats do for things that destroy the country, but to stick up for the principles of the country. Because what somebody needs to focus on is that we are bankrupt. And I am so sick and tired of listening to these idiots that bankrupted us tell us that all we need to do to work out of it is to borrow more into infinity and beyond. It's preposterous and it's sickening. Now, listen, if you're on the line, hang on just a minute, because I want to blow everybody's mind. So Gary, Don, Lisa, hang on. If you want to be on the line, it's 312-642-5600. You must make arguments on principle if you are going to persuade people to pay attention to you. There's only been but a handful of Republicans. By the way, I have one coming on at 5 o'clock. Stay tuned. Trump was brilliant at this. He could make people understand his point. He could articulate it in a fashion that not only did people understand, but people agreed with. That happened today from a senator that normally makes me throw up in my mouth, a despicable, wretched human being. But even when this Moscow misfit is right, he's right. Uh, I wanted to tell you briefly why I'm voting against the defense bill, which is $778 billion. Now, by the way, the Republicans stopped this through a parliamentary procedure trick which is what old lady face Mitch McConnell knows, tricks. He doesn't know principles. If only the Republicans would have voted against this ridiculous pay-to-play scheme in a defense bill on principle versus a trick, maybe this country would stand a chance. I can't believe I'm saying it. This is coming from a Moscow misfit, Bernie Sanders. Listen to this. Uh, I find it very strange that many of my colleagues are very worried about the deficit in the national debt when it comes to the needs of working families, the children, the elderly, uh, the sick, the poor. Oh, my God, we can't afford to do anything. Deficit is so big. National debt is so big. But wait a minute. When it comes to the military-industrial complex and the defense bill, $778 billion for one year, and that is $35 billion more than Trump's last budget, $25 billion more than President Biden wanted. Well, that's okay. We'll pass that. Don't worry about the deficit defense bill. Then on top of that, what is likely to happen is they're going to attach another piece of legislation called the Competitive Act. And that is $250 billion. And in the midst of that, there is $52 billion, $52 billion going to a small number of microchip companies. 
Now, I think we do have a microchip crisis in this country. Very important. We want to produce them in America. But you just don't hand out corporate welfare to a handful of very profitable companies. You make sure there are some strings attached so the taxpayers don't get ripped off. And, oh, yeah, I forgot. Also attached to this bill is $10 billion going to our good friend Jeff Bezos to help him get to the moon. So there you have a bill loaded with corporate welfare, significantly adding to our deficit. Very little discussion about it, especially from the so-called deficit books. Thank you. Now, when you're right, you're right. The problem is that's coming from Moscow misfit Bernie Sanders and not a Republican who is supposed to not only know what the hell capitalism is and the principles of Americanism, but right from wrong. In the meantime, they're trying to smuggle in hundreds of billions of dollars. And I got to learn about it from one of the only few senators that read it. And by the way, he's a communist. You starting to see the problem here? It's ridiculous and disgraceful. And yet... What, maybe three Republicans speak out against it? And they're ostracized by the machine politician of the GOP? It's sickening and disgusting. Don Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. You know, a media is dangerous in two ways, not just by what they tell us, but what they specifically don't tell us. And you're a guy sitting in a room with a microphone, and you're, you're, you're telling the truth about what's going on in Washington but the majority of the people in the United States don't know a thing about it. They don't know that our economy is being pumped in by our own taxpayer money. They don't know any of this stuff. People are oblivious, and they don't really care. You know what's sickening to me is that less than 50% of this country owns a stock, yet 100% of the country, the poorest people here, the ones that will never be able to pay for a damn stock, are the ones whose money they're taking out of their meager paycheck, and they're funneling into this freaking dollar. I can't believe it's disgusting and despicable. It's, it, it drives me insane, Don, because it's bald-faced corruption. And the only one that even wants to point it out is the communist? I mean, are you kidding me? You can't even write this. Oh. This is one big comedy skit. Thank you, Don, for listening. Appreciate it very much. Gary. Hi, Gary. Hey, Sean. I have been with you on this thing all the way, and I trade the market almost every day. I watch it every day. And I am absolutely amazed that it just doesn't ever want to seem to go down. It's because greed is just overwhelmed fear. And as Greenspan said, it's called the wealth effect. You want wealth effect, you go to 0% interest. And now, with inflation running at 4 and 6, interest rates should be 6 or 8%. And if they ever did that, they'd crash the economy, particularly since most of our assets in this country for households are whole held in stock. And in uh, housing, both of them, we would be in a depression like we probably never see. We should be anyway. The whole damn thing's a a Ponzi scheme. But here's the other thing I want to tell you. You mark my words. By Valentine's Day, you're going to hear talk of negative interest because these idiots only know one direction. Spend more, borrow more, corrupt more. It's despicable and disgusting. Gary, thank you for the call. I'll take the rest of your calls. 312-642-5600 after these messages. Remembers America before the Obama years? What was clearly evident, what the Democrats are fantastic at, what they've been working on, what they nearly perfected, is that when they have the reins, they drive it like they stole it. They pack the bureaucracies, and they destroy the country from within. When you look at the country in total, when you step back at the macro picture, whether it's the economy, whether it's the standard of living, whether it's the obedience now demanded by government 
to what was once a free people, you can only come to one conclusion. We've been overthrown. There has been a coup d'etat. Not on January 6th. Bunch of fat guys walking around the Capitol with the supervision of the Capitol Police. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a bureaucracy from within. Inside our government are hundreds of thousands of Marxists. It's that simple. And today, what was going on? Well, you were being distracted by the pilot's memory recall of some naked twister that took place on a sicko's private jet. They're packing our government, and they're changing rules that are never meant to be changed. Thankfully, there are still a few good senators left. This morning, the Biden administration removed the FARC, the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, from the list of foreign terrorist organizations. The FARC is an organization of Marxist-Leninist narco-terrorists. For decades, they have killed, they've kidnapped, they've extorted Colombians. They have murdered and seized American citizens. They continue to pose an acute threat to Colombian security and to American interest across the region. This is sadly a, a part of a pattern of Biden foreign policy when it comes to dealing with terrorists. And it is a pattern of appeasement and weakness towards terrorists. It's a pattern we've seen with the Taliban and the absolute disaster in Afghanistan. It's a pattern we've seen with the Houthis in Yemen where again the Biden administration lifted sanctions on them, and it's a pattern that has led to disaster. Anybody want to talk what's going on with Iran? Anybody want to talk what's going on with Iraq? At every front, at every opportunity, the Biden administration is working tirelessly to weaken America on every front. Can you sustain a country after it has been overthrown from within? That's what we really have to decide here. Are there enough Republicans, like Ted Cruz, like Ron Johnson, like Mike Lee, like Rand Paul, are there enough in important positions to stop the madness? And it has to be stopped where it's most corrupted, and that is the money. I am telling you right now, it is the money. So when Chuck Schumer comes out and tells you what's going to happen, you need right now, you can't, we have nobody to call. So you have to support the senators that are good for your future. And it's not the ones you have, unfortunately, in so many of these Marxist mafia-run states. It is, unfortunately, senators from other states. But that doesn't mean you can't support them. It means you better tell them you will. Because Chuck Schumer and the corrupt cabal... Of mafia members, they're winning. 15th, so we have to address it by then. We'll go by Treasury's guidance. Yes. To what degree are you engaged in uh, discussions or negotiations about specific elements of Build Back Better now? I know there's still parliamentary issues to work with, but things like the specifics don't matter. It doesn't matter. They put some lipstick on that pig, and they're going to jam it down your throat in the same way. They did the so-called infrastructure, which is nothing more than a pay-to-play scheme. It has nothing to do with actual infrastructure, which, by the way, was supposed to be dealt with at your local level that you just ignored. Well, your cousin with a cork on his fork at Thanksgiving got a job, and everybody pretended it was normal. Look, I'm working with Senator Murray, uh, Senator Gillibrand, Senator Stabenow, and many others. We want to see paid leave in the bill. Yes. Paid leave. They're jamming in infrastructure bills. 
pre-preschool, not preschool, pre-preschool. They're jamming on all their dreams, all their fantasies of utopia, because once they understand is once it's in there, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Has there ever been a program that's been X'd? Have they ever canceled one? Have they ever pulled back on one? It's interesting. I was talking about Obama. Does anybody remember Fresh Start? With automatic kickers, unmitigated failure. Fresh Start is a failure. Failure plan. Yet it's the one they tout as they, as they put in pre-preschool. I mean, how much is enough? Done through reconciliation. As I said, Leader McConnell and I have, have been having very good negotiations, or I would say good negotiations, and um, don't want to oversell. Oh, his phone's and ringing. It's your broker, Chuck. Get it. With a bipartisan agreement that both parties support that doesn't risk us in the debt limit. You, Last, has there ever been an investigative reporter that checked the, the, the net worth of Chuck Schumer? All he's been is a senator since 1984. But it's kind of like Biden. He was a senator since 1972. Anybody check? Who calls him? Don't you wonder who calls him? It's Senator Stabenow. Manu. Wait, wait, wait. You keep saying okay. the president's time up right to get through. Yes. Uh, Senator Manchin has not committed to that time frame. You've met with them today. Has he given you any assurances that he'd be willing to move forward on this bill? Before We've had a good meeting with Senator Manchin today. We mainly talked about climate issues. And we're going to get this bill done with 50 Democrats. Um, before Christmas. That's our goal. Yes, next. Am I the only one that remembers Senator Manchin's daughter, Heather Breesh? Remember with the, what was the scandal she was involved with when you needed the shot for diabetes? Remember she was involved in that scandal? Oh, I can remember that. Remember she was involved with all kinds of collusion. In fact, she was had to give a deposition. She had to give testimony. Senator Manchin's daughter, she made a lot of money in that. A lot, a lot of money. And yet, Heather Breach holds two packs of EpiPens. It's the EpiPen scandal. As she testifies before the House Oversight Committee, Government Reform Committee, this is when they got in trouble. Remember when it shot up 700%? Yet she didn't get in trouble. How come she didn't get in trouble? What did Manchin have to do? What did he have to do to keep her out of trouble? And do you not think that he's going to be leveraged so that bills like this Pass in perpetuity. This is a pretend fight. And until you see Republicans stand up and refuse to extend the debt ceiling limit, that is the only card they have left to play. That's it. They're out of cards. And if they're not going to play that, and you better just, I don't know, you got to make a decision on what you're going to do. Because they're lying about the taxes. Inflation is a tax itself. The quality of your life under this Democrat Marxist mafia will be exactly what it is for those poor people stuck in the ghettos that the Democrat architects built. 312-642-5600. I'll take all your calls when I get back. I need I love that song, buddy. Buddy, you informed me there is now a Democrat police chase on uh, 25th in Maywood. I am. I got a lot of friends and some family left that still travels over there. It's now it's on 290. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Stay out of the way. Last thing you want is to get killed by a Democrat. What a, that's, that's depressing. you got to go tell St. Peter, how'd you die? Some scumbag Democrat ran into me. Damn it. That's not good for anybody. All right, let's go to the lines here. Tom, Blue Island. Hey, buddy. You're not on 290, are you, Tom? 
No, sir, I'm back in Blue Island. It's it's a little better over here, but they get a little oh, worked yeah. up over yeah, here when as I think well, of Blue I'm Island, yet. I think splendid. It's just like Oak Brook. By the way, is 290 still called the Eisenhower, or is that racist now? <laughs> it will be soon enough. Yeah, don't say Eisenhower. So, Sean, All right, good enough. look, McConnell was unequivocal, unequivocal, and I know that doesn't mean anything to these scumbags. He was unequivocal that he would have nothing to do with uh, with any kind of increase in the debt ceiling when it comes up mid-December. So I just wanted to throw that at you, and I wanted to ask you a question. Can we hold out for another year? Does it matter if we do? And then if we do, can anything be done to walk back what they're doing right now? And that's really my question for you. Well, there's a couple things. First of all, when it comes to Mitch McConnell, and I mean this seriously, he is compromised. He is the example of everything wrong with our government. His policies, in the same fashion that Nancy Pelosi... He is front-running policies that financially benefit his family. It's over with. Pull that old lady-faced son of a dog out by his ear, his useless, flaccid ear, and throw him on the ground. How this imbecile is in this position is because the GOP in total is just as corrupt as the DNC. It's exactly the same. They have the same banker. They run the same scams. Only the faces are different. And they all have the same problem with the Depends. All of them. I'm sick and tired of every single one of them. That's number one. Number two, we can sustain it, but it will destroy the future for decades. So, yes, you can always rip out, but you have to understand, when has that been done? When? You know, everybody, and and listen, I love what Trump did when he tore out so many regulations, but did he cancel any bureaucracies and defund the bureaucracy? You know, this is where you most you, you have to admire the Marxist mafia. They say right out what they want. Defund. Why are we not defunding OSHA? Defund the IRS. Defund the EPA. By the way, the EPA and OSHA are executive orders. Technically, the next president could re- revoke those executive orders. Now those things are gone. Forget about defunding them. Now they don't exist. Let Congress vote and establish the bureaucracy that is choking business and destroying the quality of life. Because these two institutions, the EPA and OSHA, have power beyond belief in this country. In fact, their word is now a law. And th- this country was not meant to be like that. This, we are supposed to be lean. This is a laissez-faire government. Yet 90% of the people don't know what the hell that means anymore. Because they're willing slaves. They have the mind of a slave. And they want to be told what to do. It won't be long. They'll be telling you when to sleep with your wife. It's that crazy right now. And I am disgusted with my so-called fellow Americans who just take it. That's what makes me sick to my stomach. You know, I read the thing about the uh, the Supreme Court justice not hearing what I think is maybe, what, the second to the third most important case this year? What do you mean you're not going to hear it, you stupid son of a dog? This is about people being forced to be turned into lab rats. They don't want to, and by the way, they're in the medical field. They're in it, and they say no. That's more important than any other occupation that says no. Why are people in the medical field saying no? And here's the moron in Oak Park married to that 310-pound Viagra slayer with her empty toenail polish, and she's making, and, and, and he's telling me, oh, aren't they animals? Aren't they stupid? Aren't they subhuman? Aren't they Neanderthal? No, you scumbag. They're the ones who were saving your life this last year and a half. But they don't want to think because there's, this country is so, so party-orientated. 
that all they can think about is I'm a Democrat and I'm a Republican. And how are you going to fix it then? So until people wake up and get a principle in their life, just one, established in an American principle, something as simple as freedom, liberty, individuality, no. We're going to be pulled around by the Marxist mafia. You know why? I played Schumer and not McConnell. They're smarter than we are. They're smarter and they're winning. Right. And it's sickening. But don't worry, i got a guest that's going to change things next hour. Thank you, Tom, for the call. I really appreciate it. And by the way, Tom, I hung up on him. You better be donating to Food for the Poor. I had a friend of mine jump in, business, $2,500. We're going to do 40 one-minute commercials for him. I heard through the grapevine, we upticked last night. I'm in the lead of Mr. Peabody, Prof. I'm just going to stay in that lead. I'm going to beat him on the charity because my listeners are smarter and they're more generous than Prof's listeners. Unless, of course, you listen to both our shows, then you're okay. All right, so when we get back, I'm very excited. Should I tell them the guest now, Bunny? What do you think? By the way, any update on the car chase? Hopefully... No? Did you see what happened when they tried to carjack the woman who was a concealed carry last night? Shot, she shot him. I love that. All right, hopefully this will end in blissfulness, or he'll be back eating breakfast in the morning when they catch him if Kim Fox has her way. We'll discuss these topics and more with my next guest, and you're going to love him after this. Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson. This is Tom from Albuquerque, Santa Fe area in New Mexico. Thanks so much for having Dan and Amy. The morning answer on your radio station. Appreciate the stink and to the point reporting from experts. You guys keep me up to date here in New Mexico. So keep the job going. Appreciate you guys. Start your day with Chicago's morning answer. Weekday mornings starting at 5 on AM 560. The answer. Hi, this is Amy Jacobson, and I recently told you about my personal experience getting a hearing test at the Hearing Health Center. I learned how your hearing ability directly affects your memory, brain, heart, and balance. And I told you to get a hearing checkup immediately. Well, I just learned that in addition to free hearing checkups during the month of November, Hearing Health Center is giving up to $1,000 trade-in on every hearing aid. Yep, your old hearing aids will go to their Fisher Foundation for hearing to help a child with brain cancer. What could be better? You save up to $2,000 on new technology, get a charitable tax donation, and finally understand all the conversations during the holidays. Call 833-MY-HEARING for an appointment in Chicago Streeterville, Highland Park, Naperville, Oak Brook, or Resurrection Hospital in Park Ridge for an appointment. Or book directly online at 833myhearing.com. That's 833myhearing or book directly online at 833myhearing.com. If your money is not earning at least 2.5% guaranteed as well as tax deferred, you need to call Professional Life and Casualty. Professional Life and Casualty is offering a 2.5% guaranteed APR on new funds deposited into your annuity, traditional IRA, or Roth IRA accounts. Rate subject to change. Please call to confirm. With Professional Life and Casualty, you pay no surrender charges, no administrative fees, and no withdrawal fees. Professional Life and Casualty has been providing peace of mind insurance and annuity products for over 60 years. Visit plcinsurance.com, plcinsurance.com. They'll send you a free guide to tax-deferred, no-fee annuities. Learn about a 2.5% guaranteed APR return on annuity, traditional IRA, or Roth IRA with no surrender charges, no administrative fees, and no withdrawal fees. 
and peace of mind only from professional life and casualty call 1-800-651-1800 that's 1-800-651-1800 or online at plcinsurance.com that's plcinsurance.com 24 7 managed it services if you run or own a small business that may seem like something only the big corporations can afford but that's simply not true turnkey can make it resources happen for your business for an incredibly affordable price you'll get the peace of mind of 24 7 managed it services from turnkey and eliminate the hourly fees others charge which can add up fast this is a proactive approach to data security that you need to keep your business going in today's remote workplace environment Turnkey offers a security system that hunts threats in real time using real people right here in the Midwest for just pennies an hour. Experienced, certified professionals, not just a guy that comes out when things break. Turnkey, small business champions helping you use the tools of technology for smart business approaches. From IT services to consulting and marketing, contact Turnkey's professional problem solvers to help your business from 5 to 500 employees. Visit turnkey.pro. That's turnkey.pro. News, opinion, insight. This is AM560, The Answer. WIND Chicago. Streaming at 560theanswer.com. On the AM560 mobile app. Tune in, iHeart, and on Odyssey. The president stays briefed on the Michigan school shootings. Good evening. It's 49 degrees in Chicago at 5.05 on AM560, The Answer. I'm Dominic Fortini. President Biden's getting briefings on the latest deadly mass shooting in the U.S. Three students were shot and killed in a Michigan high school earlier today. Several people were wounded. Biden spoke in Minnesota and noted the, quote, unimaginable grief of losing a loved one. He said the whole community of Oxford, Michigan, is undoubtedly in a state of shock. The suspect in the shootings is a 15-year-old student. The Los Angeles City Council is voting on an ordinance that would ban ghost guns. They're assembled at home from parts that usually come in a kit and don't have serial numbers. A ghost gun was used in the November 2019 shooting at a high school in Santa Clarita and in the 2013 Santa Monica College shooting. If approved, the ordinance would ban the possession, purchase, sale, and receipt of such weapons. Bears star outside linebacker Khalil Mack has sold his six-bedroom mansion in suburban Glencoe for nearly $4 million. The six-time Pro Bowler purchased the home in 2018 for $3.75 million. Mack now owns a three-bedroom condo in Chicago's Gold Coast neighborhood. He played in seven games for the Bears this year before undergoing season-ending surgery. News is a service of Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. On AM560, The Answer, I'm Dominic Fortini. Time now for the AM560 Business Beat, a service of Matrix Industrial Automation, a leader in turnkey robotic automation systems. Online at matrixindustrialautomation.com. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Stocks tumbled after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell told Congress it would be appropriate for policymakers to consider winding down monthly asset purchases more quickly than planned. Stocks were already feeling pressure after drug maker Moderna's CEO predicted that current vaccines would be less effective 
against the new COVID variant. The Dow falling 652 points, the Nasdaq down 245, S&P 500 down 88. And nearly 180 million people shop between Thanksgiving Day and Cyber Monday, trailing behind last year's figures as consumers spread out their holiday shopping throughout the season, this according to the National Retail Federation. Thanksgiving weekend, especially Black Friday, was once seen as the kickoff for the holiday shopping season. However, the pandemic and supply chain concerns have prompted consumers to start shopping earlier. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Christmas is coming. We need to buy Fransu. Uncle Jimmy. Uncle Sal. For Mom and Dad. Mom's dog Chewbacca. I want some Legos. City's teachers. Pastor. Grandma wants a VCR machine. VCR? Legos. We need three hands. Two turkeys. Christmas bulbs. Wrapping paper. I want Legos. And Legos. If you're worried that holiday spending is going to deck your halls, there is something to consider. Maybe never in the history of time have we had a moment where home values have skyrocketed this much while interest rates have dropped this much. And what that has brought into play is the cash-out refinance loan. We've had so many listeners this year take advantage of this moment by cashing out a chunk of that newfound equity or money in their homes, and at the same time, even lower their monthly payment or years on their loan. It's a very unique, current opportunity. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. Analyst number 1330. Ryan Vreka, Analyst number 65233. For all licensing information, go to analystconsumeraccess.org. This Cyber Monday, Rocket Mortgage is bringing you their biggest sale of the year. On top of near historic low rates, when you refinance, you can save an average of 20% off closing costs when you lock your rate. This means big savings for you at the closing table. That's right. You can save an average of 20% off closing costs when you lock your rate. But hurry, you only have until November 30th to lock in your special pricing. Simply call 8338-ROCKET or visit rocketmortgage.com. Just think what you could do with your Cyber Monday savings. Hurry, you only have until November 30th to save with this great opportunity. The Rocket Mortgage Cyber Monday Sale. So when you're looking to save big and create a home that's uniquely yours, Rocket can. Visit rocketmortgage.com today to see what you could save or call 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. Rocket. Call 800-490-1233 for cost information, disclosures, and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. Animal Consumer Access. Number 3030. Hitting speed bumps in your hiring process? Streamline your route to Hired with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. Find your next great Hired and visit Indeed.com slash credit. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer from the AM560 Traffic Center. In Naperville, northbound Route 59 is closed between North Aurora Road and Brookdale Road with an injury accident involving a semi. In Niles, eastbound dumpster blocked at Ozark Avenue where a car slammed into a home. In South Elgin on Randall Road at Redgate Road, a three-car injury accident. Eden's in from Lake Oak Road a half hour hitting the brakes at golf. Outbound is clear. Kennedy out to the split 25, Express Savia 5, 44 to O'Hare. Inbound from the airport at 5133 and from the junction. Eisenhower outbound, hefty out to Mannheim. Circled at 390 an hour and one. Inbound at 52. Stevenson outbound, that is slammed out to Central. From DeSable Lakeshore Drive to 355 an hour and 20. The Ryan out to 95th and 32. That's traffic. I'm Mary DeBadges on AM 560, The Answer. Now, your official weather forecast. 
Plenty of clouds overnight with a low of 32. Breezy and mild Wednesday with more clouds than sun, high 50. Periods of clouds and sunshine Thursday, windy and mild with a high of 58. Plan with confidence. Download the redesigned AccuWeather app today. I'm Drew Shannon on AM560, The Answer. Get the latest weather, traffic, and news updates online at 560theanswer.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. decades, if you're in Illinois and you have not had a representative, you have not had one on a federal level that ever looked out for you. So I've always admired those people who have representatives and senators that put up a fight based in Americanism, principles of the country. I think it's important we encourage and we support those senators. Sometimes we have to borrow them. So I'm borrowing one right now. Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm doing great. I hope you're well. I am, and I, uh, I'm i frustrated, yet uh, I don't know what it's like to be in your position where you have to sit there and tolerate this nonsense by these scallywags day in and day what? out. It must be very infuriating for you. I generally have a big bruise on my forehead, but I try not to <laughs> let it bother me. I'm assuming you have a heavy bag you could pull out of a closet in your office you just release on, because the idea that you have to sit there and pretend that vaccine mandates are somehow constitutional in a country based on the individuality and the person's property over his own being, is outrageous, is it not? Yeah, it's a true violation. And what's even worse uh, is it's completely pointless. Uh, now that we know that, unfortunately, and let, let's face it, I think we all hoped and prayed that the vaccines would be 100%, 100% effective, 100% safe, but the truth is they're not. Uh, and, and the fact that we now know that the vaccines, even if you're fully vaccinated, uh, you can still get infected. You can still transmit the disease. So what's the point of the mandates? You know, who are you protecting? Um, so, again, all, all the mandates are now is they are destructive. They are divisive. Uh, they are unconstitutional. I think you're starting to see judges step up the plate and rule against uh, the Biden administration. I just saw, I think it was a Louisiana judge that ruled and put a national injunction against yeah. the, uh, I think, the, the CMS uh, portion of that mandate. So, so those are good signs, uh, but it's not a good sign that you've got a another lawless administration. I, I, that's why I was turned the Obama administration when he said, you know, he didn't have to worry about Congress. He had the pen and the phone, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the Biden administration has put that lawlessness really on steroids. I mean, they continue to issue these orders, even though they know, for example, the the moratorium on, on evictions was clearly unconstitutional. It had been, it had been ruled that way by the Supreme Court. But they did it anyway because they think they can get away with it. And by and large, because the mainstream media is just the communication department of the Democrat Party, they do get away with it. And the reaction, um, I think the Louisiana judge was in reaction to the Supreme Court refusing to hear it. And this is something that I'm a little hazy on. Why do they have the power to just simply say, I don't want to hear it? When they're major, major cases, they're, they're important to the to the well-being of the nation in total. They did it with the election results. They refused to hear it. 
Now the, the, the Massachusetts healthcare system brought it up because they're being intimidated by the Biden administration. And I think only people from Chicago get this. It's kind of a reverse pay to play where what they do is they threaten to withhold the federal money already owed to the Massachusetts healthcare system in Medicare and Medicaid if they do not lean on their employees to force the mandate. And this is a big case. It's brought by professional medical professional people to the Supreme Court, and they just they abstain from it. I thought that was the point of the Supreme Court, Senator. Uh, so I'm, I'm sympathetic with your frustration there. Uh, I share the frustration, but I, I'm also sympathetic with the process playing out in the lower courts force, or first, uh, where the Supreme Court's not the first court of, of the trial and determining facts and that type of thing. So, yeah, again, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I wouldn't want to be a lawyer. I'm not no. a judge. Uh, so I, I, I kind of understand bo- both sides of this one. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. These are issues of national importance. But it's one of the ways that the Biden administration gets away with this. They realize the legal route to challenge their unconstitutional acts takes time. And so they, they issue them, even though they, they have to understand that they're not they don't have the power to do this. This is, this is where I think President Biden is just uh, not upholding his oath of office to faithfully execute the laws of this nation. He, he's not doing so. Uh, but the, the accountability for that is generally in the elections. And I, I do hope that Americans are looking at uh, what Democrat governance looks like, what their policies result in. Uh, I hope their eyes are wide open, and I hope the Democrats pay a huge political price in the November 22 elections. They have, they have to be swept from power at all levels of government, from the, from the school boards where they're imposing things like critical, critical race theory, uh, in the states that are ignoring election irregularities, and you know, certainly in the, from the federal uh, national level where their policies are opening up our borders, uh, bankrupting and mortgaging our, our children's futures. Uh, These are serious issues that, once again, the mainstream media is not covering the way they should in in a fair and unbiased and truthful manner. You know, Senator, before you came on, I had found a clip today of, uh, of all people, the Moscow misfit Bernie Sanders, railing correctly against the national defense bill that Mitch McConnell had to use a parliamentary trick with, rather than going through the waste, fraud, and abuse that's just written into the bill and the, and, and the, the bailout to, to Bezos and the fact of the matter, not many people are talking about it. Did they sneak in a girls for the draft, women in the draft, in this bill? And if so, can you still stop this bill? Can, can the Senate stop this atrocity? Well, first of all, there was no parliamentary maneuver. So we just voted not you know, voted to deny cloture, which means, right. you know, now you set up a, a time certain for the vote. Right. But we're saying, l- listen, this this bill ought to be debated. We, we are supposedly the world's del- most deliberative body, and yet we're going to take, uh, I don't know how many thousands of pages uh, the National Defense Authorization Act is, but not even offer any amendments to it, including one to strip uh, drafting women. Um, no, there's all kinds of debate. And the debate in the Senate is, conducted through the, the offering and vo- voting on amendments. Uh, but that's something that uh, just doesn't happen very often here in Washington, D.C. anymore. The, these massive bills are generally written by a few people, mainly staff. Uh, rarely do you get enough time to actually read them, much less fully digest 
and debate them properly. This just all ran through the ran through and party line votes. It's, it's, it's why you know, so many people correctly uh, understand that Washington is completely broken. So my advice is quit growing it. Quit, quit sending people to Washington, D.C. dedicated to growing this, this beast that we call the federal government. And you were thrown in, really, as a, a, with the Tea Party movement, as a response to uh, Barack Obama, who, who really kind of mastered the throw everything at the wall and hope, it, hope everything sticks. And just inundating us with, with bureaucracies and people put strategically in these bureaucracies. Do you think that we stand a chance of holding off some of the more notable and absolute undeniable Soviet sympathizers like Amarova from being in charge of our currency? Do we still stand a chance in pushing back against this strategic sabotage of the bureaucracies known as government? Well, only if the public supports pushing back on it. And, of course, the main way they show that is in voting. But, you know, opinion polls mean an awful lot as well. And so you see all these opinion polls and you see the Biden administration's uh, favorability dropping like a stone. And that's helpful. That, 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 that makes an impact. That, that allows us to defeat some of these uh, radical nominees. It will hopefully help us stop what I keep referring to as Bernie's budget. Now it's uh, Nancy Pelosi's budget. You know, again, a completely fraudulent document that uh, they, they write in such a way as the CBO gets a score of $1.7 trillion. We just held an event uh, as, as Republicans on the Budget Committee where we had Miami McGinnis' group and the, the Wharton School of, of Economics uh, come in and say that, no, it's more like $4.6 trillion or $4.8 trillion, just, just underscored by about $3 trillion. Uh, but we need the public to notice this. We need the public to be awakened to the urgency of the moment. We, we need the public to, to let their voices be heard to the representatives. Don't vote for this stuff. We, we can't afford the entitlements that we already have that people depend on. We shouldn't be creating new ones, which just can put greater pressure, cause greater inflation, higher interest rates. Interest, interest expense is going to crowd up other uh, spending. I mean, but once again, the mainstream media is not talking about this. They're not beating a drum in terms of the harmful impact of all this deficit, spending all this debt, and what that's going to mean to, to people who the Democrats purport to, to want to help. So the people who are going to be hurt by inflation are seniors living on a fixed income and people at the lower end of the income spectrum. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Nancy you know, Pelosi's Gates, husband. They're, 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 they're not, you know, the, the ones that are controlling the message. Uh, they're not going to be hurt by inflation. They'll benefit from it. They benefited from their lockdowns. They benefited from COVID. It's it's people again that are struggling to get by. They're the ones that are hurt. Um, but but the, we need the mainstream media to highlight that fact. But they won't because they're the mouthpieces of the Democrat Party and of the radical left. Senator, you were a businessman. You were never a politician. You were an, if I remember correctly, weren't you an accountant as well? Yeah, that's my education background. Then I ran a plastics manufacturing business for about 30 years. I lived in the real world. So, Senator Johnson, just call me silly because I'm an old-fashioned capitalist. If the only way that this country can run is if Mitch McConnell every month extends the debt ceiling by $500 billion or half a trillion, and they butt up against it within 40 days, are we not bankrupt, Senator 
well, we're really, if we're not bankrupt, we're close to it right now already. But like, like, like nobody's really paying that much attention. Where is the outrage from the fact that, you know, I, I can't tell you how disappointed I am. I, I came here because we were mortgaging our kids' future. We were $14 trillion in debt. Now That's we're a bargain, though. Trillion. Yeah. Uh, no, a you know, this is completely out of control. We're getting away with it because we're still the world's reserve currency. We're, we're the best of the worst. Okay. How bad do we have to be before they take that from us? And I'm, I'm dead serious. Can you imagine being a well-run? I don't know if there's any out there, because we're all pretty much a race to the bottom. But well, if, that, you're, if, if you're another country, you're an enemy of our country. You have to be telling all of the enemies of this country, what the hell are you doing honoring the world petrodollar, the American petrodollar? Why are we still doing this when they're obviously not in control and not aware and can't, can't ring in their own horses? Well, I guess the good news, and I'm not the world's biggest optimist or the most uplifting person, I think the good news is, is America still is looked up to. We do offer freedom. We, we have a rule of law that is, is pretty consistent that people can rely on. Um, we, we are the world's strongest economy. We offer uh, unlimited opportunity. So, I mean, we're, we're, again, we're, we're the best the world has ever had to offer. But let's not screw that up. Yeah. We're certainly on the path to screwing it up big time. Nothing's guaranteed. As Ronald Reagan said, you know, freedom's just one generation away from being lost. Our, our fellow citizens have to understand that. They, we have to stop taking all that we have for granted. And, but again, that's the, the mainstream media will lull us into sleep. They're, you know, again, they're, they are radical leftists themselves. And so they, they support the Democrat policies that you know, promise utopia, but the only equality they really offer the only equality you ever get from socialism is equal misery. Yeah, you think that we'd learn that. You don't don't have to theorize that. It's just proven through history. You know, I don't get to talk to a lot of people from Wisconsin. I have to tell you, what I saw in Waukesha was horrific, horrific. Please tell me that this low-life piece of scum will never see the light of day in the very best-case scenario for his future. Please tell me that they have the wherewithal and the will to prosecute this piece of garbage. Yeah, I, I can't imagine he'll ever see freedom again, and he shouldn't. I know you're right. It, it was horrific. You know, as, as, as awful as the deaths were, as awful as the physical injuries were, you know, I keep thinking of those little kids sitting on the curb, you know, they're there to, to see Santa Claus, the, you know, high school bands, the, the, the dancing grannies. Yeah. And then witnessing something that they will never forget. That they they'll be traumatized by what they saw forever. So there's so much healing of, of both body and spirit uh, that needs to occur in Waukesha. But part part of the healing is to allow justice to be meted out to that evil, evil person. Well, I'm gonna need you I'm gonna need you, we're all gonna need you to put up a fight because you know what they did. They have this new Omicron, or if it's known if you have dyslexia, moronic variant of the Fauci flu. And uh, in Illinois, I got the hell out of there this morning because I saw they're preparing for more shutdowns. I can't help but notice any kind of mutation seems to be a weapon of the tyrant used against the citizen of America. Do you think we have enough politicians like yourself to fight it off? Again, you got to hope and pray we do. You know, I, I was pr- pretty early on. I, I wrote an op-ed for the USA Today arguing against generalized shutdowns. Um, that, that was in March, March 30th of 2020. So I've been on the side of keeping our economy open 
having a rational response. In other words, quarantine the sick, protect the vulnerable, and have the rest of us carry on life as we must, as safely as we possibly can. Now, the good news about the Omicron variant is you listen to the health experts out of uh, South Africa where this apparently originated, and they're saying it's not a very virulent strain at all. I mean, people are you know, really pretty mild symptoms. And remember, half of, the, half of the people, even with the original COVID, were like myself, asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. But our healthcare agencies, Dr. Fauci, primarily, just like he did in AIDS, he used it to scare the public so that he could implement his response. But, you know, I do ask people that have faith in Fauci, first of all, don't. And, and just ask yourself the question, did, did this response, did it work? I mean, did all the shutdowns, the trillions of dollars spent? I mean, you know, 760,000 people dead, trillions spent, the psychological harm to our children, the loss of learning, the, the suicides, the overdoses. It's been a miserable failure. Why would we continue to do that? Why, why would anybody even think about talking about further shutdowns? It's time to get on with life and normalize things and understand that you know, some variant, you know, we've always had coronaviruses. They've, been, they've always been around. It's probably one of the reasons 40 to 50% of us were asymptomatic. We had one similar enough to this, and natural immunity is so effective that they recognized another coronavirus and took care of it. You know, my guess is that's what we're seeing. And there's, there's a concept called the Muller's ratchet, which makes a lot of sense. That a, a virus, you know, prime directive, replicate. Well, the, the effective way of replicating is, first of all, you become more contagious, which sounds like Omicron and Delta were, but you also become less virulent because it's not helpful to replicate if you're killing your hosts. So that's just a natural tendency. It's not guaranteed, but it's a natural tendency that makes sense. Let's cross our fingers, hope that's happening with these variants, and not listen to the scaremongers. You know, understand that there's always scary viruses and bacteria that, we, that you know, unfortunately kill people. But we have to live life. We, we right. can't live life in a constant state of fear. Don't listen to the people that want to keep you in a constant state of fear. It'll destroy your life. What, why is it worth living then? Time is the enemy of all men. Senator, I love when you join me. Thank you so much for making time for me. Where can the people go to support you? Because you're going to be up for a run here very soon. Well, I'm in my office, but uh, you know my 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 Senate number, my Senate webpage is ronjohnson.senate.gov. Ronjohnson.senate.gov. I just wrote it down, Senator. You really give us some hope because we don't have that being stuck in the Marxist mafia stronghold of Illinois. So I want to thank you very much for letting the people of Illinois have a little ray of sunshine. So thank you. I appreciate you joining me. Well, stay well. Appreciate the opportunity. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. I've been in the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. Once again, it's time for food for the poor. 94 cents of every dollar that you give food for the poor goes to the children of Haiti. Like so many children that are relying on government to help, they're victims of corruption. That's exactly what you have in Haiti. But this, as this is underway, this helps provide life-saving food directly to the children. Haiti wasn't just struck by an earthquake in August. Haiti suffers from political corruption, civil unrest, poverty, disease. Millions, millions of children and their families are facing starvation. They simply don't know where their next meal is coming from. That's why we here at AM560 are partnering with Food for the Poor. 
a faith-based nonprofit relief organization, working directly with partners on the ground in Haiti. The relationship ensures 94 cents of every dollar raised goes directly to feed the kids in Haiti. Food for the Poor has shipped over 128 containers filled with emergency relief supplies. Food remains the greatest need because you know what's happening to food prices all around the world. Hungry children, starving, prices going up. It gets worse every single day. Food for the Poor is the largest non-governmental organization in Haiti and has been providing assistance since 1986. They have offices, warehouse, security staff, which they need now. Because just like the city of Chicago, the gangs have taken over. They're delivering supplies where needed. Your gift of just $37 can feed a child for six months. For a gift of $185, you feed five children for six months. Simple. Our goal this year is to feed over 5,000 children. By the way, this is tax deductible, at least until this feeble fascist bastard gets rid of the deduction. Right now, you can make a gift of any amount. Just call 844-862-4673. Or visit 560theanswer.com slash food for the poor. And if you're a business owner, you can make the best marketing decision of your life. Simple. You become a business benefactor. Just make a tax-deductible gift of $2,500 to food for the poor. And AM 560 will give you 41-minute commercials to air right here on this station, Monday through Friday, between 5 a.m. and 8 p.m. And here, here's my little kicker. If you do it now, you let Anjanette know, I'll do the read for you. Only if you're a legit business, though. I don't want any scammers, any gypsies, any Democrats trying to sneak in here, you rats. Stay away. Don't listen to my show. Turn the station. To become a business benefactor, just call Anjanette Natowski, 847-472-8951. But only if you're a good person. No Democrats allowed. Time for the news. Oh, yeah, right. 312-642-5600. Misty didn't open the lines. She's very strict with the lines. But they're open now. Open the lines, Misty. 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. I mean, are you watching the news, what's going on? And not just the sewer of Chicago, but everywhere these Democrats rule. It's just insane. I'm going to take Tim on the north side. But before, Tim, you get to your point. Did did you were you were did you hear those shots? Are you uh, by River North by any chance? Tim, are you there? Tim? Tim in the north side. Hello? Yeah. Hey, sorry. I'm sorry. No problem. Uh, I apologize. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Here is my question for you. So everybody says, oh, the president is like the toughest job in the world. And I'm like, so why do we have the oldest person ever doing the job? Like, shouldn't there be a retirement age? Government and private sector, they all have retirement ages. So... What justifies having, you know, people at those ages, whether it's president or treasury or, you know, the, the House of Representatives? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Should we have some Well, first of all, you're, you've got a bunch of people in there that have been stealing from the, from the public, that have been prostituting government power for, in some cases, five decades, as the president represents, the so-called president. He represents five decades of nothing. He's done nothing but, but corrupt politics. His entire job, you know, here's the other thing, Tim, I don't think people understand. What does a politician, for the most part, do all day? I mean, if they're not there to change things, if they didn't go there with the idea of making the spending stop, of shrinking government, like we just talked to Ron Johnson. He went there in 2010. That was the purpose. He didn't have to do that. He, did, he worked for 30 years before that. 
So he's one of the few that actually worked in the private sector, the vast majority, and in particular, the people in power in both parties, both Mitch McConnell elected in 1984, Chuck Schumer elected the same year. These are people that have been in office, in power, doing nothing but prostituting government. They sit on the phone and they raise money. That's what they do, because they have to, right? They, 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 they don't have to just because of elections and advertising. They have to because that's their retirement fund. The more money they have in their coffers, the way in which they wrote the laws, they, they exist longer than they do. In fact, when they die, their coffers still exist to go benefit their families. That's the way that they wrote the law to benefit themselves. So the American people were too busy watching sports. That's what they want to do. Hey, did you see the Bears game? The Bears game. The Bears. They're morons. So the morons of citizens allowed their country to be stolen out from under them. And at the same time, they've allowed it to be infiltrated with diehard Marxist, Soviet, socialists. So if you're asking me, you think now these pickpockets are going to cut their hands off, brother? No, of course not. But what you need to do is tell your kids who may be frightened by the, by the, the way in which these fear mongers have perfected their art of scaring the public, if the virus was so bad, would these old bastards be in charge? That's all you got to say to your kid. That's what I say to mine. They get nervous. Oh, I'm, I'm worried about... Are you worried? Because you got an 80-year-old that's, that's been dying for 30 years. He's up there right now profiting from it. So I wouldn't worry about the virus too much, honey. That's what I tell my kids. You have to use them as an example. But to wait for them to fix their own corruption ain't going to happen. Unless well, you elect... Virus, I mean... Yeah, it's, I mean, this was just the latest thing in trying to control, including the European governments, you know? Look how we're following uh, them in lockstep. Country, so. We're following the European corrupt oligarch, socialist, Marxist, communist, right down the path of corruption. Because what our politicians, and specifically the Democrat mafia politicians, they admire how the European corrupt socialists get away with it. They admire it. They're not looking to combat it. They're looking to imitate it. So if you want to change this, you're going to have to hire somebody who doesn't, who doesn't care about the power or the politics but wants to reestablish Americanism. And it's going to be somebody we're not talking about because it's not known right now. It's going to be a businessman who sees the corruption and wants to break it apart. Or it'll be a citizen who goes in and says, I'm going to, you want to know how we should elect the next president? I'm going to undo everything this dimwit and diapers did. Everything. From day one. And by the way, all those executive order bureaucracies like the EPA and OSHA, they're gone the first day. Because if they were created with an executive order, they can be taken away with an executive order. You've got to get somebody that goes in there and say, I'm going to kamikaze this corrupt oligarch government system. And I'm going to break it from inside. That's the only way you can stop it. I don't think, I think they've neutered the, the republic, big R republic system, so much so that unfortunately... You're few and far between. What do we got? Six senators? We got six? How many congressmen? We got, do you think we got 15 that, are, that believe in the principles of America? Or are they all like Adam Kinzinger and they just want to start their own little packs and have their pay-to-play system? So to me, Tim, it's a joke, and you should use it as an example to your kids and grandkids. You want to think we're the richest and the strongest country? Poppycock. Look at these old corrupt bastards in charge of it. How are you rich? The, the Federal Reserve doesn't know what the hell it's doing. The only way the country can stay functional is by borrowing more from generations yet unborn. That's the only way this know, that's, country that's can crazy. keep the door open. It's, it's bankrupt. It's broke. And I, I want you to have somebody explain to you 
why America is the richest country in the world instead of the most corrupt and bankrupted and financially frauded country in the world. That's what we are. We're only second to Greece, which, by the way, you know how they bailed themselves out? They became part of the European Union. Who are we going to become a part of? Mm -hmm. Think about it. It won't be long, kid. We're going to be part of that same corruption. That's the only way out of this. They're bankrupting it on purpose. That's why. Thank you very much, Tim. Good luck in the future. I'll look for you in the camps. Rob Wicker Park. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I uh, grew up in the same uh, kind of crew hanging out in Melrose Park and then uh, traded at the Merck for 25 years. That's really? the option. Did yeah, you hear all the rumors about me? They're all true. I was quite the scum. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, just kind of curious. I mean, back then, the Occupy Wall Street guys, it was like, you know, all the leftists were out there doing their thing and, you know, against big government, against all that crap, you know, and big government, big tech, big pharma. And now they flip-flopped. They're 100% behind No, I, I don't, I don't think, I, 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 I don't think they are. But I agree with your original point. And if you listen, Rob, if you remember, when you heard the arguments of Occupy Wall Street, their, their base gripe, their number one beef, they were 100% correct. 100%. The problem is they thought that was capitalism. They needed guys like me and you and other people who understood the difference between corporatism and capitalism to explain it to them. And do you want to know what I think happened to them? I think those very guys became Trump supporters. And I mean that. I mean that. Huh. And I think now those guys are disenfranchised. Now, are some of them communists? The answer is yes. But if you really listen to what they were saying, it was easy to pull them into the section of Americanism because all they needed to understand is we're not on the side of corporatism either. I'm not on the side of uh, uh, Manchin's daughter and Big Pharma and the industrial complex Big Pharma is. It's worse than the military industrial complex. It's worse. But yet they both benefit to the tunes of billions and billions and billions, in some cases, trillions. And now you've got to show them eco-Nazism and what they're telling you the answer is, as far as green energy, that's a lie, and they all own the companies that they're funding, sending your money to. It's a lie. It doesn't work. Those aren't magic holes in the wall, and everything runs on coal and gas, natural gas, and that's it. Your solar and your wind is poppycock. Doesn't work. Wind stops blowing. Sun stops shining. Stupid. It doesn't work. So that's what you have to tell people. And you're going to have to make them see, you know, that hockey puck or that hockey, whatever the hell it is, their hockey stick chart that they've been predicting, they've been wrong for 70 years. And by the way, that's, that's a rigged system. They're fixing the numbers and they're still wrong. So time will tell. Maybe once they learn, it wasn't global warming that burned California. It was a psych professor with a Zippo, you morons. Thank you very much, Rob. I appreciate the call. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. All right, so I took Ron Johnson, kind of screwed up the clock a little bit, so we're going to make some changes. I'm going to take your calls now, and then I'm going to take your calls again at the 6 o'clock hour. I got two lines open. You know I love the calls, 312-642-5600. I got more clips and different tapes that we're going to get through as well. But I thought the Ron Johnson interview was a necessity because we have to know there's at least a handful of senators, very important position, Senator, that understand the principles of Americanism. And that's why it's important, important we encourage them. I, I think it's something we needed. After all, who are we going to call? 
Tammy Duckworth or Little Dick Durbin to come on and save America? I don't think so. Thomas on the southwest side. Hey, I love the show. How you doing? Good, Thomas. How are you? couple things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot a little bit to some good news, what I see. Okay? I like it. Uh, first of all, th- the war on Christmas. I was on top of this before O'Reilly. You can't fool me. I knew what was going on. And, uh, but I see it. I think we won that war. I mean, more and more people in public wish me Merry Christmas. Retailers wish you Merry Christmas, a lot of them. Not all of them. Most of the TV or more and more TV commercials now say, have a Merry Christmas, as opposed to the, to the generic happy, uh, holidays. Uh, happy Holidays. So I'm happy about that. And by the way, I'd like to wish all my good uh, uh, Jewish buddies a Happy Hanukkah. Yes. But um, that's, some, that's a separate issue. But uh, So you have that going on. And the wokeism. Uh, did you see the hit Salvation Army took? I mean, they're yeah. going to have the worst year they ever had. Yeah, not to mention uh, the guy outside of Fresh Time, when I get back to the neighborhood, is going to be missing his big red can. How, how could they indict people that kept them in existence for 100 years? For 100 years. They did the same thing the Marxist mafia did. You're going to tell me that I am inherently racist? You don't know me from a chili pepper. How dare you? The audacity of this whole damn yeah. movement, this whole CRT, this whole fraud of a movement. And it's got the morons that are willing to go along with it. And I don't know why. I never looked at anybody and thought of them as lesser than me until they opened their mouth. And then normally they're Democrats. Well, if we keep attacking these people with the pocketbook and elections, they're going to go down. Besides, Tom, it's unquestionable. I hate far more white people than any other race. They just all happen to be Marxists and communists and the members of the Fourth Reich. I'll take the rest of your calls when I get back. streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Pretty soon, we're supposed to have the camera on in Studio Xanadu. That's going to be a lot of fun to be able to see it on YouTube. And uh, I was traveling today, and there may be some news that I didn't see, although I thought I caught everything. But it appears Bob in Park Ridge knows something I don't know. Hi, Bob. Yeah, how are you? I just wanted to, weren't you happy to see all the demonstrations when six people were killed in Waukesha and all the wonderful people around the country demonstrating against this black SOB? Oh, well, I don't think it matters. Isn't that much happy? I, don't, I don't think it matters what, what color no, somebody is. That's it matters right. about, well, it matters about yeah. the evilness of it, right? So, I mean, let's not get stooped down to their level and racialize everything. To me, it's about the character of somebody, and anybody with the character low enough, low enough to want to kill innocent people for no reason whatsoever. An undisclosed reason. And the reason has been filled in by the mafia that benefits from racial tensions. The media. That's who's filled in the narrative. For all I know, he did it because of 
he appears to be a, a Marxist sympathizer. His history is that of supporting a Marxist ideology. Not to mention, I can't imagine what he did in his life. So he carries that Marxist philosophy with him. And that's unfortunately, is the philosophy that inhabits so much of our government. So much of our government admires totalitarian hellholes around the world. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I wonder uh, if both of you could speak to the fact uh, that uh, uh, in the last presidential campaign, uh, then-candidate Biden had promised uh, sanctions uh, on Maduro and the regime, and nothing's happened in this 10, 10 months. Can you explain that? Uh, thank you, Ranking Member Rich. Uh, we continue to... Uh... By the way, this is some moron in the Biden administration who got the job not because he was qualified. He got the job because he fits an agenda. And that's unfortunately what we're going to have to deal with in the Biden administration. The people are not in these positions because they are qualified, because they are successful. This is a socially engineered cabinet that has people in place they should not be in. And you'll know that when uh, I let this imbecile stagger through some sort of a lie that is supposed to be an explanation of a philosophy we have with a socialist prison camp Formerly the great country of Venezuela. You know, it's astonishing to me all these years after Kennedy, a Democrat, imposed the embargo on Cuba, that people do not know why we have an embargo. They do not know why it is essential that we do not enrich governments that keep their people prisoners. Where the only way off the islands is through breaking their own law of keeping their people in. Which is why every night so many Cubans find that communist utopia so wonderful that they must risk their life and limb by swimming to Miami. That's not a joke. That's a reality. And in Venezuela, there's no easy way out. So unfortunately, those people are being tortured daily. And all of the stories that were in the news, that should be in the news, of a country that not only stole the wealth of its citizens, but misappropriated it by enriching only the top echelon of the government. See, Maduro was nothing is nothing except a gangster. He went from a bus driver to now a billionaire. How did that happen? Well, the same way that it happened with Chavez and his daughter, the billionaire, who ironically lives in Florida. The reason you need embargoes on totalitarian countries, including China, I would argue, is because they make their citizens prisoners. Not in the legal taxation way of America, They do it through absolute and total force, murder, and mayhem. Support a negotiated uh, process uh, in Venezuela when uh, we have uh, the uh, information regarding uh, actions of certain individuals. Uh, We take action uh, to use all of the authorities that we have been given. Uh, Are you listening to this? This is a Biden administration bureaucrat in charge of policy with a totalitarian prison camp known as Venezuela. Are you listening to the child he is? Uh, We believe that the crucial elements in the way forward is the negotiation process, and hopefully the Maduro regime will return to the table promptly. Well, what, what information are you looking for? Every time we talk to the administration about this, they say, oh, well, we're working on it. We're looking for information. Uh, what what information are you looking for and on, on what individuals? 
It's our goal to um, collect comprehensive uh, and detailed information on the actions of government actors uh, that violates U.S. law or international norms uh, and uh, that will withstand laughing, uh, judicial scrutiny. What information are you looking for? Well, it would be participation in human rights violations. And you don't have any information on in acts of corruption. The whole damn country is corrupt. The whole damn country is an example of human rights violations. What the hell are you talking about, moron? What do you need to happen? You need it to come up and slap you in the face? Do you not believe the people who are getting killed and telling you they're fleeing, that their families are suffering and in prison and chaos? Do you think that was a legitimate election? Whoa, wait a minute. The Biden administration and legitimate election. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, I guess they're not going to look into that one iota. But after all, what do their policies actually lead to? The similarities between the socialist corrupt Venezuelans, not just the way they enrich their family members like Biden, the similarities of the areas that they reside over almost undeniable. Like Willie said the other day, there's a permissive attitude on the West Coast especially. Oh, property crimes. What is it? $950? As long as you only steal $950. We're not going to... No! Put them in jail. And keep them in jail. I know I'm making you nervous, but let me tell you something. I want your son to be able to go to law school without having his, his tires stolen. And I want people to be able to walk across that campus and every other campus. And not feel at risk. And you're He's referring to the wonderful student that was murdered outside of the campus in Massachusetts, or in Boston, excuse me. That's what he's referring to. I mean, they don't even talk about Chicago anymore on a national level. After all, why would they? Chicago is just an absolute sewer and joke. Son and other students feel at risk right now. It's out of control, Susan. It is out of control. And I'm telling you, Democrats feel this way every bit as much as independents and Republicans I talk to. And my sister who lived in San Francisco is telling me families are fleeing the city similar to the way they did in New York in the early 90s. They do not feel safe. I mean, I think back about five years ago when a lot of this kind of started with laundry detergent being stolen out of the CVS. Do you know where they're running to? Well, here's a little indicator. Phoenix property values are up 33.1% from a year ago. Tampa up 27.7. Miami up 25.2. Naples up 31.3. Where are they fleeing to? They're fleeing to properly run, law-abiding, Republican-ruled states that run and operate successfully, steeped in not just the rule of law, which every damn state in this country is supposed to be, but steeped in the principles of Americanism. These are the places that are suing the Biden cartel, the Biden regime. How, many, how much more obvious do you need to have the failure and the corruption of the Democrat mafia? See, you want to know how you beat them? is you show people what they are. They are not a political party. They are a crime syndicate. The bills that they stuff down our throats, and I picked that orifice specifically because it's a family show, are littered and riddled 
with pay-to-play corruption schemes the likes of which are now in the tens, if not hundreds of billions on average. They're creating entire industries that cannot exist without tricky math and bald-faced fraud, like the various green energy swindles that all run on the power and the magic holes in the wall. I mean, how... Until they are left to meander in their own failure like the Venezuelans. I was hoping that we could maybe show them time in and time out exactly what it looks like when socialism and corruption are allowed to rule just by the experiment in these cities, these Democrat mafia hubs. But unfortunately, we've allowed 81 million living or non-living, legal or illegal, votes to put this picture of corruption, this dim in diapers in. And now, for the next four years, people ask me what it's going to feel like. You have a brain cloud. Brain cloud? <sighs> brain cloud? I knew it. Well, I, I didn't know it, but I knew it. Yes. What's the matter with you? Brain cloud. How else could you vote Democrat? You obviously have some sort of brain cloud, or, or you're part of the mafia. Now I understand, right? Your entire existence is based on a Madigan mafia corruption scheme, right? And you think it's worth it to sell out the country based on what? A phony pension or some benefit to your company that couldn't exist without the corruption, without I got a guy? Unfortunately, what's happened is the standards and the character of the nation are what's really collapsing and what's really bankrupt. And until we get it back... It's going to feel like feudalism, because that's what it's like when socialists rule. 312-642-5600. This is how we do it. I was checking our food for the poor stats. We're killing it. 94 cents of every dollar. Not to mention it's tax deductible. And the business benefactor program. I love it all the way around. And in between that, I was reading the news of the tragedy in uh, Michigan, the school shooting. And I'm already preparing myself for the spin, right? Because we know what the spin is going to be. It won't focus on the fact that what these kids have been put through by the government in the reaction to the Fauci flu has built up depression, has turned people into mind-altering antidepressant drugs, has a massive spike in suicides among children. They won't get the blame for it. Now, we all know what's going to happen. The blame for it will be the gun. The gun, the gun, the gun. It'll be the gun, and then by somehow it's all over with, it'll be because somebody in his family voted for Trump. That'll be the problem, rather than focusing on what the real problem is, is that the government's reaction that broke the back of the American spirit was perpetrated by politicians. And we cannot quantify the devastation that the government's over, not, not just over, that's, that's too small of a phrase, outrageous act of nationalizing life in this country by placing people under house arrest, by taking people's livelihoods away, by imprisoning people under house arrest in the reaction to a virus that, ironically, turns out they invested in, they paid for. So we won't ha- we'll never find out what exactly this kid's major malfunction is because he doesn't know. He doesn't know. We don't know what he's lived with. We don't know what his circumstances are, what his parents have gone through. What we do know is that the mood of the country 
is in absolute and total decline and chaos. In fact, one thing's for certain, it's not too happy out there. It's really not. But there are little stories to be happy about. And what it's going to do is show you that the gun is never to blame for anything. The gun is nothing but a tool. And it's all about what tool master wields it that is the problem. Because a gun in the right hands can lead to fantastic things. We begin with a woman who fought back and fired her gun when thieves pointed their gun at her. Archibald Terry has been tracking that story all night and has this exclusive interview. You see that marking on the ground? That's a bullet casing from a woman who fired her gun at would-be carjackers. She tells me she had just left this Chase Bank and she was walking out. Sure, she had some cash in her hand, but before she could get to her car that was parked right in this parking spot, she tells me someone else opened her front door and a gun was aimed at her head. Thank God I had my gun. Well, I'll probably be dead right now. Raw emotions coming from a woman reflecting on how her quick run to this bank of 103rd in Michigan left her heart racing. I had just come out of the bank and was sitting in my car about to lock my door to pull off and leave. And he opened my door and put a gun in my face. The thief wasn't expecting the woman who was licensed to conceal carry to pull her gun out. And when he saw me get mad, he looked surprised. And I started shooting and they started running. He ran. She doesn't recall how many times she fired. Hell no, I just started busting. Or if she hit him, but she knows those shots were at a very close range. She reversed her Nissan Versa and pulled up right outside the Chase Bank, then ran inside for help. She hopes the next person thinking of carjacking anyone realizes they're not the only ones packing. I wonder if the if the Democrat mafia that has created these hellhole ghettos, I wonder if they think that this woman's life is valuable. I wonder if they recognize that what saved this woman's life was her ability to fight off the scourge and the scum that don't care about any of the gun laws that the Marxist mafia puts in place. I wonder if they can connect those dots. See, because to me, this is a great story. This is an absolutely fantastic story. This is a story of a gun working exactly as it was intended to work. Not to take, but to save. There's a woman that didn't stand a chance. But that gun saved her life. So that's the way that the gun should be viewed. I understand how easy it is to politically benefit from the gun. Yeah, much better than Cori Bush with the whistle. Because, you know, I mean, this this woman right here, thank God she had a gun. If you see someone walking by themselves, just leave them alone. If you encounter someone who is drunk, unconscious, or asleep, do not commit sexual assault against that person. Especially if they have a gun, because that lady likes shooting. I love it. That's a wonderful story. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. You know, I was reading uh, about the Twitter. Who gives a rip about Twitter? Dorsey or the Marxists to follow him? Stock fell 10% or 16% rally 10%. Who gives a rip? What the hell good is Twitter? They like doing exactly what China just was accused of doing, cracking down on free speech. Even Chinese students here in America. Chinese student thought he was in America. After all, he goes to Purdue University in Indiana. He wanted to voice his mind on exactly what happened at Tenement Square, the massacre. So he published on a website. His parents called from China crying. Officers of the Ministry of State. Oh, we're going to have one of those pretty soon, too. They probably gave his parents a nice little beating, get his kid to stop talking. That's what's next. 
And that's why you'll never see me on those scum sites. Scum. Facebook and Twitter. Absolute scum. I hope their stock goes negative like oil did when we had good policies. Tom in Deer Park. Sean Thompson, this is not Tom in Deer Park. I sandbag your call screener. Dr. Sebastian Gorka, I very much admire the fact you've taken over Steve Carter's show. You do- That's just stupid. You know, Tom is one of those guys. He, he, he has a thing where he hates Sebastian Gorka. He hates Mike Lindell. But what did Tom ever do for his beliefs? What did Tom ever do for what he says he believes in? Tom did absolutely nothing. Tom is part of those never-Trumper scum. Tom is those pseudo-intellectual libertarians. And they are the ones who pave the way for this feeble fascist to be in. So you know what I find funny about guys like that? They still listen because he can't do nothing. He has no life. He's good for absolutely nothing. Him and the never-Trumper scum stand for absolutely nothing. They are the speed bumps of life itself. Those are people who meander around existence. They marry into money or they hang around and hope that they hit something good. They're useless. And they think they're funny. That's not funny. That's stupid on steroids. But that's what a never-Trumper is. Morons. Megan, Orland Park. Hey, Sean. Um, Megan, um, can you hear me? I can hear you beautifully. Okay, great. Uh, Just a brief comment about the gun violence. And I love that, like, when you watch, um, you know, the news, which I don't do that much of, they'll say, the gun violence. Stop the gun violence. It was the guns that killed people. Uh, Well, what about the person holding the gun, you know? They don't really count. I'll say this, too. I think they they misuse violence. See, to me, violence is taking a business away from a business owner and telling them he can't open it. Violence is telling somebody they can't leave their house. Violence is telling somebody they can't leave their mo- they they can't leave to go see their dying son, their dying brother, their dying mother. That's violence. Violence is fascism. Mm-hmm. So they like to throw around the word violence while they implement violence, but they do it with a suit and a pen, mm-hmm. and they somehow think that they're better than the guy who tries to rob you. At least the guy who tries to rob you, and I mean this, even though he's part of the Democrat scum base, at least he has the courage to do it himself. Unlike the morons and the the Democrat mafia who do it through their apparatchiks, through their phony regulations, the whole time being cheered on by morons, both the hardcore Democrats and the softcore ones, like that last idiot who thinks he's Shucky Green, moron that he is. Uh, Bart Bridgeport. Hey, Daddy-O. Hey, quick aside. When people take issue with Mike Lindell... I don't. I completely don't understand that because if you completely disagreed with him, then he would just be a citizen having his say. Well, here's the but other. He, he, he puts something. his money where his mouth is. You think some moron? You think some moron like Tom ever put his money where his mouth is? You think he ever stood up for what he believes and said, "I'm going to risk everything I have in the face of everybody telling him he's wrong or whatever"? I don't care what Mike Lindell does. Sometimes I agree with him. Sometimes I don't. But I respect the fact he does it with his money. He doesn't take other people's money. He didn't marry into money. He didn't inherit the money. He made the money. The guy was a crackhead. He made the money. He's worth tens of millions of dollars. And what does he do? He makes everybody richer. The people that work for him, the people that buy his product. And what he wants to do, he's passionate about this. He, like the rest of us, I don't for a minute. Listen, let me be very clear. Joe Biden did not win this election legitimately. (laughs) Simple. 
Yep. Not for a yeah. fracking minute do I buy it. Okay? So I, I, do I think he's gone in the wrong direction with his data? Maybe. Maybe I do. I think the evidence was the ballot harvesting. They had the voter rolls. People were dead. They, they voted by, by people being in old people home and mental institutions and prisons and illegal aliens. That's what I think they did. But I know Maybe, how these Democrats scumbags what, operate. What, but what, Mike put his money up. He put his own money up. And he financed it and he went after it. Well, scum who did nothing get to make fun of him. Listen, let me tell you something. Tom isn't a pimple on Mike Lindell's ass. And he never will be. Tom's just an ass. Go ahead. Um, you know what? And when they do that, it's, it says more about them than it does about him. I love it. Show me who you are. They, yeah. Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to get at was uh, the Second Amendment story you told. Well, I love a happy ending. We <laughs> never hear about all the times, and we never will, about the time when an armed citizen just showed their gun to a bad guy, and Jeez. it was all asses and elbows because bad guys are cowards. But we can't be sheep. There's three stipes. Uh, three stripes, um, wolves, sheep, and sheepdogs. And you yeah. and I believe in the sheepdog mentality. Well, don't worry. I could but be a wolf if thing- I want to be. I don't, I don't give myself that much virtue. The only reason I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a wolf is because I got too much to lose. But I'll tell you another thing. Nobody's more upset about the invention of the gun than me. After all, I come from the descendants where 35 drunk Vikings overtook London. I miss those days. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'll take what I can get. Thank you, Bart. I appreciate it. Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good, how are you, buddy? Good. You know, I want to ask you, I agree with you on Mike Lindell. He's a great guy. We got his stuff, and we love it. But the reason I was calling is, what do you think about this kid in Kenosha? I heard on Prof this morning yeah. that the University of Arizona, well, some of these leftists at the University of Arizona want to kick him out of the college because he's... Well, here's was, the difference. Only the kids that don't pay their tuition. They're yeah, the socialists in Arizona. You know what their biggest gripe is? They didn't uh, go for free. So they're the yeah. scum. They're the barnacles. They're the warts on the ass of the University of Arizona. There you go. And now they've got all the opinion in the world. Listen, the last thing I give a rip about is the opinion of a moron. I don't give a rip what a socialist thinks about anything, you low-life scumbag. And everywhere their philosophy is tried, murder, mayhem, ghettos, that's what the philosophy of a socialist is. So these spoiled little bastards can go rot in hell for all I care and try to get their free, free tuition, which they'll get. Here's the good news. The degree you get isn't worth charming in the real world. You're still a scumbag. Amy. Hi, Sean. Yes, hi. We talked for a brief period last night, and we got cut off. Do you remember that? I, I, I'll never forget it. Okay. So thank you for your patriotism. Thank you. And I want to speak about the violence in Chicago. Yeah, or you mean Tuesday? Well, pardon me? You mean Tuesday? Every day is violence in Chicago, but go ahead. Well, yes. No, no, no. Um, I grew up in Waukegan, Illinois. Okay. And in the 60s and 70s, everything was perfect, and we had lots of beautiful people in our neighborhood. You know, and we never had a problem. Now... We go to Chicago, and we used to go to Chicago all the time. We had a blast. Now you can't go in there anymore because we have a mayor called Larry Lightfart. Oh, that was a double entendre. Okay. That might have been a quadruple entendre. All right, go ahead. And you know what? What's going on in Chicago? Why can't we get these people out of 
This is destination because after a certain amount of time, the, the, the kidnapped starts to admire their captor. And this is what you have. I, 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 wasn't it Hearst who started to fight for the socialist army after they kidnapped her and extorted her family? That's what you have in the Democrat voter in Chicago. That's exactly what you have. But it doesn't have to be that way. All they have to do is open their eyes. 312-642-5600. All right, buddy, I'm going to wait till after we take Kevin's call, and I'm going to do this liner, and I can, I'm going to make it make sense. Kevin in Austin, Texas. What's up, kid? Sean, I appreciate you taking the call. Have you seen the article in the Washington Post? Its uh, title is Trump Allies Work to Place Supporters in Key uh, Election Posts. And that uh, David Axelrod posted it. He's very concerned. David Axelrod is very uh, concerned. You want to talk about a swindler. You know the money that David Axelrod, Rod, huh, David Axelrod, I think I'm going to go with that, that David Axelrod <laughs> has managed to swindle since before anyone ever heard of Barack Obama. You know that this son of a dog lives in a $2 million condo. And by the way, he's got one of those gourmet dogs he prances around the Gold Coast in. You want to talk about a right, swindler right. and a scumbag and an all-around rat. So if he's concerned, well, was- good. But I still don't think we're going to outthink these Marxist well, mafia bastards. It's a height of hypocrisy for for him, especially saying that oh, we're putting people in key places, so we have control over the action. That's what Chicago has been doing since. That's what he's been doing. Thirties, Kevin. I, did but I tell anyhow, you about the meeting I walked in on when, when when Barack was running? Did I tell you about that? I used to have I used to have this moron that came in. He was uh, Don Harmon's chief of staff. He looked like a big fat hillbilly slob that he was, and he was a hardcore communist. All right, so. When Obama was running, I was I was apoplectic. I mean, I said this 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 moron, this fraud, this Olinsky like. How could anybody elect this idiot to anywhere? Only in Chicago could this bum be elected. Sure enough, look what happened. So I go to uh, uh, Madison Avenue. I t- I went to Mia Francesca's. I walk across the street. I walk in a back door of a restaurant. I knew the owner, and here's all these communists. Sure. All these kind. I'm not kidding you. Now this is before Barack won. This is before he was the nominee. And they're all sitting there. And these are some big powerhouse guys from downtown, lawyers. And they're, they're all in this, sure. like, roundtable. And they're all having this meeting. This is early on. These guys have been positioning themselves to overthrow our country from the bureaucracies that have already bankrupted it. And to me, brother, I want to beat them, but we're not going to beat them from Illinois. We're going to beat them from Florida. We're going to beat them from Texas, and that's why you're there. You can beat them all over. You do it all over the place. Go ahead. What do you You got? You do it there, too. You do it there, too. But anyhow, that's what the the article talks about. It talks about that precinct strategy. And I think it's something, if you're still there, try to fight. Try to fight. Try to get involved. I just got down here. Let me enjoy the convertible a little bit, all right? I'll, I'll be back there soon. Thank you very much, Kevin. I like it. I always like the all optimism. Right. Kevin wants to put a fight from within. I want to simply secede. I don't know. I like my plan better because, after all, America's in a culture war, beset by racial divisions, which is why I don't partake in them. It's not about race. You don't use racism to beat racism. We're facing racism, not to mention the historic revisionism, socialism bald-faced right at us. But good for you. You can join America CMC to learn from the experts, from John Tillman to Will Coggin to a guest yet to be named, undisclosed keynote speaker. You can discover it all at ouramericaaction.com. Tickets start at $95. That includes lunch. After all, with inflation, that's going to be a deal very soon. You'll be paying 120 for average lunch. I'll be back in 21 hours.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.